uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, major flavor. You're listening to, you're, 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 you're listening to So, welcome back, y'all, to another episode of the Major Flavor. On this episode, we're going to be talking about high fashion, and we do have a special guest. First of all, say what's up, ladies. And then our guest, please introduce yourself. Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> ladies first, ladies first. Well, you already know who we are, but please introduce yourself, sir. <laughs> All right. What's up? My name is LeVar Rogers, uh, head creator and owner of fashion and multimedia brand, trying to create for the masses. Yes, yes. Since you do have your own business, LeVar, how do you, you want to give us like a brief summary on how you founded and where you, how you got to where you are now? I definitely took notes and, you know, followed up from people that were older than me in the game of fashion um, putting me onto different businesses as in owning my own LLC so learning the the price range of that and finding it in a way where I can own my you know my name of my my label and my brand that's the most important thing is owning like the the name of your company you can't do anything without having anything on under your stuff so i feel like that's the most important thing to do as in you know the first thing of what i did when i founded my company mm-hmm. um, that was around that actually was around two years ago as in getting my llc actually taking it more serious learning more the ins and out of the business and knowing that you have to own your 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 background and your creativity or it will be stolen or taken away from you. So what exactly does the name stand for? You said it's K... What is it again? KMLRXX88 is King Me Liner Royalty. XX88 is the year that I was born, 1988. It means a lot of different things. Um, King Me LeVar Rogers, as in my name, a brand that represents royalty in all aspects, where they see where they could represent it. They are thinking of themselves in the higher power of royalty, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I named my brand, you know, King Me, because even as a queen, they have to queen you as what you are also. So it all fits in the demographic of royalty. So... I'm always so curious with people who, you know, especially going to fashion or are creatives, where do you pull your inspiration from and how do you keep, you know, growing and expanding? I pull my inspiration from, you know, coming from the inner city of Bridgeport, Connecticut, um, Trumbull Gardens. I pull a lot of stuff that comes from, you know, quote unquote, the ghetto. Our culture is vastly taken from the projects through all over the world Mm -hmm. so i tried taking what the bad that people would say that comes from make it into like a beautiful sense with fashion and art you know the history that that comes behind where we come from i build off of the the youth because they also you know showcase not only what we are doing right now but what we could do further in the future 
So they helped me with, you know, wanting to figure out and what I can do with bettering my brand and, you know, seeing where we could take it to the next level. So do you focus in just men's fashion, women's fashion, unisex? I wanted to fit for you. Unisex fits for uh, women, men and uh, kids. Do you feel that in this generation right now? Because I feel like right now everybody's kind of has free room to explore and, and create. But there's also boxes, right? Like there's still boxes that men have to be where they, they still feel masculine, you know, or they're considered feminine or this, that, and the third. So do you feel like you have to cater to like gender norms and gender roles? Or do you think that you can break those um, being unisex and, and being who you are? In the society that we live in today, people are starting to realize more of who they truly are within themselves. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, you don't want to you don't want to tarnish or disrespect that. So with mm-hmm. my brand, mm-hmm. I want it where people can feel the love that comes from with wearing my clothes. It represents everybody. You know, mm-hmm. it represents a demographic where you could be yourself with wearing my clothes. As a man looking at the things that's happening in today's um, world, I have friends, I have family, I have close people that I have bonds with that that fall victim into the things that's going on today. And I feel mm-hmm. for them. And one of the things that I'm trying to show within my brand is togetherness with that demographic of people Mm -hmm. trying to you know fit men in a different norm like they have to be masculine or they have to fit and be a certain way you've been doing this for quite some time but what was like that breaking point where you decided or that moment where you was like you wanted to take this serious like you actually have a a passion in this to be honest with you last year last year is when I, I really took everything like I took like the big leap as in like you know creating because mm-hmm. i'm like it's like erica badu like i'm very sensitive about my ish you know like i'm mm-hmm. me taking it more serious now like i have more confidence in myself as in to release something that i know that is gonna one have something that's gonna have a story behind it and two is going to be something that I know the public is going to be able to rock and enjoy. So if you're talking about, you know, your brand and it represents everyone, um, I feel as though in this society, you know, as we spoke, like everyone's learning who they are. So there's a lot of doors for everyone. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of companies tend to use that, that, things are made for everyone everything's very much unisex gender neutral so I wanted to know like how do you make your brand stand out from the competition or do you even see competition people are gonna release things for you know clickbait as -hmm. in trying to get quick sales and trying to get it to where the public can buy into their things my brand is gonna represent is the the love aspect that's going to go in it you know mm-hmm. uh, mine is the style aspect you know like i'm a very stylish and fly person you know whoever knows me know like i really okay. you know i step i get Fuck jiggy you know like i <laughs> nah, for real like, this, something that i know that if i would wear it i know people outside in the public would wear it i will never put mm. anything on my body that's going to represent something that's flawed 
So whatever mm. I represent in my brand for the public to wear, they're going to love it just as much as I do. Oh, that's a word. You don't want to create anything that's but my bad. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. You can keep going. I like you. You you don't want to create any, yeah. You just don't want to create anything off of just because of what the public like. Like, if you're not gonna wear it, why would you try to sell it to somebody else to try to get a quick dollar out of it? That's true. I mean, you know, a lot of people are, if you're making clothes, make yeah. clothes where you know you can see yourself wearing these garments. Make oh, clothes mm-hmm. where you know, like ten years down the line, like with my love, my love is stronger than pride T-shirt. You know, available online now. You know, you could wear <laughs> something like that ten years down the line as like some of these like vintage rock or like hip hop t shirts, you know, like I'm trying Ooh. to create pieces where, you know, they're staple pieces, not only for like high fashion, but like for people that like shopping, I like the goodwill, like people that's like into the thrift shop that people that's into those type of styles, you know, like trying to dip and dabble to where it could fit comfortable for high end and people that thrift don't put nothing on your body that you're not going to feel comfortable with that's interesting to hear because i feel like right now what's so popular is fast fashion and everyone's Mm -hmm. wearing the same thing you see the same style in every store so it's really hard to kind of be genuine on a budget how do you how do you do that and do you thrift a lot or do you just really wear what you create like because i feel like kind of being in trend and being unique can kind of be expensive sometimes if you're not doing it right i've been doing this art stuff and this fashion lifestyle since 2005 2006 i remember being in high school being the only guy in fashion class and this is something that like i embody like i know at the Mm -hmm. end of the day this is something that i love so when it comes to you know shopping at a budget you know Mm -hmm. you could you could grab an outfit that's five dollars and make it look like a million bucks Mm, standing next to a person at the met gala you know that has like a million dollar outfit on made out of made out of diamonds and crystals and stuff and you got your outfit from the goodwill Mm. speaking of that asap rocky just rocked something at the met gala where his his quilt was thrifted out of a thrift Mm. store Mm. so it's all on how you you know can compose the right outfit but mm-hmm. i also know how to put things together to where it looks good so who would be like your dream customer i don't know like if you just had that one person that you know with your clothing would just rock it look the best like you it's for everyone but you know on one this particular person it would just be the most styled outfit from head to toe style and living icon taz arnold (laughs) he's like he like when it come to creators man like he's one of the guys that you know helped mold me when it came to like realizing you could step out and be who you really are without the public looking at you in a different way Mm-hmm. You know, like Taz Arnold is one of those guys where I feel like he's a slept on gem in the fashion world. Like he doesn't get the the respect or the recognition that I feel like he deserves. Mm-hmm. If if I could just bless him with something to where he could wear, I know for a fact, like 
It's like it's Taz Arnold. Like it's, he's one of the flyers <laughs> that ever work, walk the face of this earth, man. Like I would, I would be like Wayne's World. I'd be like, I'm not worthy. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Taz, man. Like so, it, it definitely would be Taz Arnold. Taz Arnold, all the way. Well, see, you know, you got like, uh, what is it? New samples coming. Yeah, yeah. Want to talk about a, that a uh, little bit? My fall winter collection. Um. I took a poll to see like which colorway people would want to lean forward, and mm-hmm. a lot of people lean towards the blue collection that I have, you know, with the samples. So that consists of uh, winter jackets, um, dad hats, um, tote bags, and then I have a couple more stuff that you know I'm trying to surprise within the collection. But that's like the 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 basic stuff, and it's the you know, classic logo and um, KMLR XX88, the heart form, like the, the quality of this with the embroidery to, you know, the, the style selection, like it, it's really going to hit. I can't wait for people to, you know, I had the pre-orders and stuff up soon, you know, with visuals and have the website set for everybody to where they could be able to pre-order. But yeah, I'm very excited for this, man. I've been cooking up on this for a very long time now. You know, perfection takes time. That's my 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 quote right there. You know, like anything perfect that you want in life is going to take time. So yeah, it's gonna be very cool. dope. See, see, you have the passion. You're getting excited. And all the things. I've been cooking this up for a long time, man. So just to see like the response of like people actually like purchasing my like my my merchandise like i i never thought in a million years i'd be like hey people are buying my clothes you know and this is all organic this isn't like i bought followers or i'm out here trying to buy my likes or like this is all people from all around america like wearing my stuff so it's like i I count my blessings and i really appreciate this man like even you guys inviting me out here to where i can express who I really am with my brand. Like, I really, like, I appreciate this. Thank you, guys. Of course. So, I mean, what's keeping you so humble? I mean, there's some people out here who start a business that's like, oh, I'm popping now because people buying and then da da Like, everything that you just said, Mm -hmm. somebody else would just be on cloud 100, you know, calling people broke at this point. So, because you know, I'm still broke, you know, like I don't gotta sit here and try to like what <laughs> I don't have to sit here and flex like I have it all, you know, like I have people that support me, and I'm appreciative mm-hmm. of that, and I'm also you know prepared you know for more blessings to come. That's what humbles me, you know, like I know that God is gonna put me in a position where I could have like way more people buying my clothes around the world. I could give my faith to him knowing I could, you know, close my eyes and be like, you know, it's up to you is whether people going to buy it or not. You Your know, energy so. is so genuine and so like, okay. like, it just feels right. Like, it just feels like you're just meant to be because it's just so real. Like, I can really, you know, like get with like what you're saying. And I feel like that's very rare to find nowadays because everyone, you know, society right now is so inflated with just like, bullshit 
And it's just oh, it's nice. Oh, it's refreshing man. to hear this. It's refreshing yeah. to hear something like this from a creator. It feels so genuine. Come up with I'm, it. I'm not trying to talk people head off. Am I the, my, my no! Bad. You I'm left us speechless. No, 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 no. Don't do that. You left us speechless. I feel like we were really, really... You could have kept going. So, no, it's, that was you're perfect. Inspiring because right. we're all, like, you know, somewhat. I feel like people just do it for the money these days, man. Like, no. they're doing it for a quick scheme. Like, I know, I, like, my daughter loves fashion. Like, I have two beautiful kids, Braylon Sabrina Aww. Rogers, Kyra Burrell Rogers. Shout out yeah. real quick. My two babies, <laughs> my boo boos. You know, but <laughs> my daughter loves fashion. Feel me? Like, my son look at me. As one of the flyest men on earth, you know, I dress him just like me. You know, like oh, <laughs> see pictures of my son, like he Jordan one out, like it low key rubbed off on them. Say God, be like, you know what? In this lifetime, it's not for you, but you know what? I'll bless it with your kids. Say my mm. daughter become the fucking next, the 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 next Balenciaga, the next Rihanna. Say my son become the next Tyson Beckford. Feel me? The next most handsome man in the world. Feel me? Some type, you know, some Keith Carlos type stuff. The next, for the second, you know, America's next top model. Feel me? Some Like, it could be blessed in other ways instead of me. Feel mm. me? So even though I'm putting, for, putting forth everything that I love, it could bounce off my kids. Say I don't make it. You know? So it's like, people got to remember what they really do it for. Yes, so what... Even though this is a very high and mighty point and we love to hear it and it's very inspirational, what keeps you going in them low moments of a business? Because, you know, every day a lot of businesses don't wake up to even just one sale or oftentimes there could be a drought or maybe, you know, an idea didn't go the way you thought it would now that the audience has got it and now it it the engagement wasn't necessarily what you thought like how do you keep yourself motivated to just keep going hmm. keep creating <laughs> like mm-hmm. all that that's all that is all i can keep that it, it, it keep creating do not stop do not stop like i've like paying attention to paying attention to like art like me growing up I'm, I'm 32 gonna be 33 in december like my age group was like you know nego like the creator of bathe and ape and you know pharrell williams with ice cream and bbc and then you got kanye with the collabs and all that and mm-hmm. you know the the fashion brands of that era it was a lot of hit and misses mm-hmm. but where you see with these men that I just named today, they are the pioneers mm-hmm. of fashion today, mm-hmm. of mainstream fashion today. Those three men that I just named are the, the face of fashion, yeah. you know, and they released so many things that hit and miss to the point that they never stopped, though. So I've been to that point where I've released a, a, a bunch of stuff where I'm like, yo, this is fire. Like, oh, this is this this right here, this is gonna get me signed. Like I'm I'm like I'm moving out, I'm quitting my job, that's when I release it, and then nobody likes it and mm. nobody buys the t shirts and you yes. know I'm sitting there with the pouty face and crying snotty nose and you know, upset with the world, but again, you know, like that that shouldn't stop you. That should push you to wanna see why they're not interested in that creation that you created. 
You know, it shouldn't be competition. It should be what's motivating you to get to that point that that person is at. I was just going to say to your point, like, you don't realize how how many of like those people that have failed in the past have really inspired trends now. And it's so true what you're yeah. saying. Like, the, the things that they were rocking back in the day, no one was really fucking with them. But now you're seeing it come back. And you go like, mm-hmm. you can like, oh, I remember when we were doing that or I remember when they were doing that and it wasn't cool. So it's really about like just consistency and timing. I was just, one one thing I was going to say is that we're so used to instant gratification. So I think that's another thing that kind of messes people up is when they don't get that instant, like that hit, that instant, like everybody fucks with them or sees their dream. So like, how do you stay? Like, it's, it's really the same question, but it's just like, how do you stay driving yourself and like not quitting? Like, I have to think, like outside of the box of like not thinking that just because my stuff isn't popping locally that Mm. everybody in the you know outside world isn't feeling a different way of my my merchandise you know like I had I went to Atlanta uh I think three to four months ago and we were at this store and I had my own like my roses sitting on clouds polo tote bag and I had my hat and this kid was a worker in the G-Star denim store at Lenox Mall and he stopped and he was like bro like where did you get your tote bag from like I was like Hmm. what what are you talking about because I'm thinking like he like trying to I'm like what are you talking about I thought you Thought I, thought I was trying to steal something, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm from up north, so I'm thinking, like, he was like, where you get that tote bag from? Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, man, like, this this my tote bag. So he <laughs> like, I like the design. Like, what design is that? And it caught me off guard because it's like, you know, you. I'm very humble when it comes to stuff like that, man. Like, if somebody say they like my stuff, I'm all gushy, you feel me? Like, I'm mm-hmm. real, like, really? Like, yeah, this is my brand, man. Like, let me show you my Instagram. Like, let me let's exchange, you know, pages, like, let's work, you know, and he was so open as in, like, yeah, bro, like, you're, like, I like that design, man, like, I will buy that tote bag, man, like, let me follow you, this, that, and it always puts me in the mindset, like, you know, it's other people in the world that will really love your stuff. I, I, again, like, I never thought I would have a person just wear my t-shirt, so just to see people in, like, the, the Carolinas, you know, Atlanta, you know, Virginia, going to the West Coast, like, people in freaking Hawaii. Like, I'm like, what the, like, it's possible. So, like, one of my questions was, like, how'd you come up with your logo idea and everything? It's really unique. And then also, do you have more than one logo? Yes, I do have more than one logo. The logo that you guys see was actually, a couple years ago, lost my grandmother to COVID. So I wanted I wanted something that that represented like something heartfelt, something loving. And I came up with the idea with one of my good friends. His name is Jeffrey, Jeffrey Page out of South out of South Carolina. I Instagram at Jeffrey Not Free. If people need any creative help or, you know, artwork, he's your guy. But um, he helped create the the artwork with me, man, and we came up with that joint, and I just was like, put it in the shape of a heart, man. 
you know, mm-hmm. like I, I obviously, you know, the the styles of what's going on today, everybody's trying to, you know, fit the demographic of just putting their their logo and like little hearts and stuff. But, you know, after my grandmother passed, like I had that logo for about I was sitting on that logo for about two, two and a half years until like we really finalized it with the artwork and the color schemes and all that. That's why I have like, you know, different color uh, patterns of that logo, different type of logos that we're going to be experimenting with, with, you know, with the different capsules that we'll be releasing. But yeah, that, that one heart logo, the KMLR XX88, like it's, it's really personal, you know? So I, I feel like that was something that, that, made my brand more special the more that I, you know, put my releases out, man, that I know that is something that really came from the heart. So did you always have support when you were um the people around you? Uh hell no. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it all the way real because this is this is like that like I I'm gonna keep it all the way real because this is the type Please of do. stuff that I want to be answering on on these type of podcasts. No I did not. The one person that I inspired my logo for didn't support me. <laughs> you know, my grandmother was very, very, very strict on me. I not wanted to pursue fashion. Whenever I used to share my stuff with her, being young, she would like my grandmother would. Boy, you gay? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like for real. So it, it, that it, is it, a it, lot it, of old folks. Oh my god. She, you know, men work. You know, like the yeah. men were more so, you know, working with their hands, working in wear shops, you know, mm-hmm. working on cars, working with, you know, construction and doing things of that nature. They weren't in fashion. It's crazy because I definitely think that older generations, they don't, I mean, from my experience, I don't think they necessarily mean it because, like, in their mind, stability is being a cop or being a firefighter. But, yeah. like, your dream is so much more important to your, your soul like and your that. spirit at the end of the day, you still did it. And I, I feel like that's that's really inspiring because so many people will allow other people to influence them to not do their dreams and to, and to shy away. Giving up a lot of times was on my mind, but it was like, you know, what, what do you really love? You know, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what do you really care about? Did you go to school for this by chance? Or, like, this is straight I'm a, passion? I'm, I'm, did, I'm going to keep it all the way real with you. I was just like Kanye West, college mm-hmm. college school dropout. Yeah. Feel mm-hmm. me? Um, went to the Art Institute of Charleston. Mm-hmm. Did not finish. Um, and yeah, this is all off of, you know, learning the gems and um, learning the, the game from watching the OGs and, you know, mm-hmm. Pen and, pen and pad and reading the books and reading magazines and watching shows, watching runway shows, breaking down people's um, runway patterns and color schemes and, you know, just putting myself full-fledged into it. Like, I don't, for people that are in school, like, I, I you know, salute them. I congratulate them. You know, do what you have to do to get to the next level as in, you know, getting that piece of paper but also put the passion behind it also. This time next year, where would you like your brand to be? Or actually, where do you know your brand is going to be this time next year? 
this time next year, I know that my brand is going to be three times better or three million times better than what it is right now, (laughs) especially with, you know, the more that I interact with my community, my brand is uh, working with I Am Life. And we're doing a thing, the second annual Thanksgiving drive for Bridgeport. You know, they're Ooh. giving out free food and stuff to the homeless at three different mm. locations. And my brand is one of the brand sponsors that's going to be helping with that. So, like I said before, I want my brand represents love. I want to showcase, you know, not only, again, fly garments and fly pieces with art but I also want to showcase to my community that, you know, I'm doing this because I love y'all. Like I come, I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut, you know, and anything that's going to help to try to, you know, help my people. I want that with my brand. It's bound to happen, especially with how you talk about things in your drive. So can't wait to see that happen for you. Oh yeah. Yes. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. What's the signature piece like in your collection? My signature piece or top seller, I should say. My my signature piece and my top seller is my my love is stronger than pride t-shirt. It was that was the 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 rebrand t-shirt. It's a t-shirt of the beautiful soldiers, queen of R&B, uh Sade. Um the shirt was dedicated to my mother uh at a very young age around the time when that album came out love is stronger than pride uh my mom had to do jail time going in you know one of the albums that you know she would give to me with me being the oldest out of my brother and my sister uh for me to have something to, to remember her by basically remembering the time of where i you know missed you most but you know mm-hmm. showcasing that how much i love you it, it was really like one of those things that it helped revamp my my brand but then again like it became one of those t-shirts where every time i see a person that buy it or wear it representing how much i love my mother because that's what my brand represents love <laughs> i did want to like ask just everyone some questions in general too um i want to start off with what is y'all's favorite fashion trend it depends on the season ladies because for me um the trend that i like the most in the winter time is thigh high and knee high boots it's just something about it that's just so it's like sexy elegant and then it fits perfectly in the autumn fall winter time Mm. and you can it can literally go with anything like you can dress it up dress it down it's beautiful as far as the summertime, I am in love with colors, especially colors on black women. Um, I, I second Naja with the um, with the thigh high boots. I think also because we're tall, we got them long legs, so we can exactly. really we can pull them off with some tights and a skirt or some boots. So yes, you are so right. <laughs> and then for me, I really really love bell bottom jeans right now, like the like the tight high waisted with the flare at the bottom. Like yeah, I love how they come back. Right, like I feel like it's just definitely accentuated that hourglass curve and the way they're coming back. So I really like, um, like a tight waist with like a with like a flared out bottom. So yeah, those are, I think would be my favorite. My 
favorite one at the moment. I like how 90s culture is making a reappearance. Like, mm-hmm. anywhere from not just the clothing, but the hairstyles. The shoot. Yeah. New Balance just dropped a whole line of, like, their classic shoes. And I want Fire. every pair. Fire. If New I Balance could, has been know. going so crazy. Yeah. Like, that has been my favorite trend. Just like in nineties culture, I find that it like goes out, it comes back in, it goes out, comes back in. Mine's really fit more so like with with what you said, Jazz, with the nineties. Um, high top sneakers for me are just like a timeless, anytime oh. wear. Like you could wear that trend in, you know, fall, spring, you know, summer, mm. winter. Like it doesn't matter. You could wear a, a high top shoe. Another okay. trend that I've been on heavy is like different type of like bucket hats. Like I, Ooh. it's something about like a good bucket hat. It's this brand from out of Bridgeport, Connecticut called uh, Hamilton Boys. Man, um, HBC, uh, Hamilton Boys Studios. You know, again, dipping more into like the styles that came from like the the seventies era going into the nineties. My follow up question to that is. What is a trend that all of y'all absolutely hate in the fashion world? <laughs> I have a couple. Are we are we so talking right ahead. now or are we talking like like just period? Oh, uh, it could be overall. All right, cool, cool. For me, I'm gonna say right now, I love, but I have a love hate relationship with crop tops only because <laughs> hey. they're fucking everywhere, and it's like you can't. You can't even kind of understand if it's just gonna fit you right because everything is a fucking crop top, like everything. So that's I'm a little like sick of them, but like I do like them. They they can be cute, but they just they're everywhere. Oh man, man, oh man. Okay, I've been waiting to sit on this one because y'all know y'all remember when Kanye West first came out with the Le- the Yeezy line of clothing, not shoes, but clothing, and mm-hmm. so everybody like was like. It's like it was like a sneaker release of the clothes they were buying, and this was one thing I never understand about certain aspects of fashion. It's all regular earth tone shit, and y'all want to pay seven hundred dollars oh. instead of ten dollars oh, yeah. for it. It's the same yeah. stuff. And then when did baggy ass sweatsuits, you know, kind of become like high fashion? Listen, mm. I believe that also fashion has no limits, but I just know what the limits I do and don't like. I guess that goes for everything. You could literally make the same shit, but I'm just like the oversized sweatshirts where your hands can't even fit through, and then the sweatpants. I I just never understood it. Second one, H <laughs> and M Forever Twenty One, and all them other stores that keep plastering retarded ass quotes on shirts that actually look nice. What are you doing? Why? That's another one. And then I'm, I will admit, I don't like how cornrows is coming back on guys. I don't know. For some reason, I never liked cornrows on guys, but that's just me. Since since Pop Smoke passed, it's like everybody's been like crazy with like the braids and like getting like the little fizz. You know how little fizz used to have like the little braid with the, but had like the oh, yeah. girl at the end <laughs> with it. A lot of dudes are getting like the little fizz and like the pop smoke and all that. I'm like, oh, I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. You know, they ain't trying to go the Omarion route. You remember Omarion had the shape up with the braids or maybe I'm too old. I'm talking to 
Oh no! Nah. <laughs> I'm talking. Oh my bad. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, cornrows making a comeback, and I'm not a fan. But hey, ew. <laughs> not, okay. Not ew. <laughs> it's like they was never cute. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. They are literally only cute to me as the stitch feeding braids, and that's a woman or. Yeah, like other than that, they not like like ooh, I'm gonna get some cornrows. <laughs> um, for me, I don't think it's nothing specific. I wish it was because overall, I kind of don't like a lot of trends of today. Like I follow some, yes, but when I think about it, I guess I've always been the type of person who wants to see originators. So that's mm. why for me. I like if I was to put together an outfit, I'm never looking at what people are wearing now. I look at the originators of the 80s and the 90s and be like, okay, mm. all of their fashion is literally what we wear now. So why look at the imitators when I can look at the originators? How do y'all feel about fast fashion? Um, hmm. I feel like fast fashion is. I feel. I feel like it's shitty. Um. So I feel like that mm. shit is trash. They come in the game, they get a quick bag, and then they tell they want to get a, another quick bag. That's when they want to release what's hot in the time. One of the reasons why I don't really shop in, like, Forever 21, H&M, and all those places, because if you see, it's like this, all those stores carry the same product, just different materials. For real. Yeah, fast fashion has, like, a high turnover rate. It only lasts, like, Real fashion stays, you know, but mm. quick fashion, it has a high turnover rate. Realistically, how long did the colorful skinny jeans last? What, a year, <laughs> a year and a half, two years? I don't even think it made it to two years. Yeah, though, that, that style was, yeah, taken from the 80s and put right back. Right. Right. Um, I think fast fashion is it's what it is like just like in the name it's literally good for the moment but there's no longevity I do think as good as it is to get stuff like the celebrities wear in a cheaper material quick and easy people tired of getting this cheap quality of things because as I'm looking at it I'm thinking one of the highest companies for fast fashion was Fashion Nova <laughs> and now it transcended into Shein. So I think in the terms of fast fashion, you might have the longevity because as long as people want to look like influencers or look or try to get a look cheaply, it'll always be there, but it'll have its time and then it'll go away. And then there'll be another fast fashion site. Mm-hmm. Dang, I had not thought about that until you brought it to the light. Like, how did this how did this happen? Because like literally Fashion Nova had every celebrity like sponsor them. Shein has none of that. So I'm just like, wow, the dynamic is so different. How did this transition just like yeah? And pricing. You know, pri- like once the That's just true. like I said, well, like the whole Forever Twenty One and H and M thing. You know, you can't find what you want to find on one post or on one site. So you go into another site and then they have, you know, better outcomes as in like deals, you know, probably got free shipping if you put a certain amount down opposed to where I'm fashion. No, but they don't have that. The scarier part about both websites is they had tons of scandals of like 
robbing people of their original ideas, which I mean, I don't think it's a lie because that this has happened in fashion for a very long time. And I really myself feel bad for these original designers who, you know, experience that. But now you have a big ass company biting you. People don't be having like they uh they business in order, like they business uh LLCs in order. Mm-hmm. I see. So it's definitely more easier to steal and not sue. I had to go through that also. Uh, You know, some of my first creations and like some of my first artwork. Is there any? Are there any steps that you recommend in getting an LLC? Like walk us through the process because I feel like a lot of people don't know how. Looking up the, you know, how much you will have to pay within the state. You know, looking up if anybody else is using the name that you're using, having a legal team behind you, as in, you know, obtaining a lawyer um, and, and everything costs. So be prepared even when you're going to go sit down with a lawyer to even discuss the name of your business. You have to pay for that. Right. Crazy. It's crazy to me that you have to buy your own name. I just recently saw this girl. She's creating these really beautiful blouses and she and stole the product like design by design and it was really heartbreaking to watch her um compare the two because she like she made hers out of silk and like she put her like hours into her work and she was selling it for I would say it was considered like a little bit more expensive for the small blouses let's say 60 plus where like Sheen was selling it for like five dollars like how do you compete with that do you know what I mean when we first started talking about doing this this episode way back, it was actually during Fashion Week. A big trend that I saw this year was with men wearing skirts or kilts or whatever. You saw a lot of that. What did you think about that this year? You- to be to be completely honest with you, I've never been really been a fan of like the 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 kilt. Um, mm-hmm. People have, especially in the fashion world, you know, it's different ways that people can you know structure jeans to where it even look like you know it's a it's it's a you know quilt or like a skirt per se i personally feel like that's what the fashion world is is based upon you know like the fashion world is based upon you know doing designs and doing styles that are free this is that that's what fashion fashion has no limitation you can't tell a person what to do with fashion but see it's about self-expression so if that's not what you want to express with your body you shouldn't have to and but i you think also that you don't have to show disrespect either right and that's, exactly. and that's a lot with the men exactly. that's in this generation they like yeah. exactly yeah. exactly oh to that point actually oh sorry sorry go ahead no go ahead I don't I actually don't know when this really came about. I guess it's always been around, but on a lower scale, like men painting their fingernails and stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. I think it's like a newer trend and everything. But also it's kind of like, you know, rock stars have been doing that for a minute. You know, certain people here and there have. I've personally never been a fan of the trend, but I also don't care what people do either. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's like on the same scale too as like the like men wearing skirts and dresses and kilts and stuff. React in such a negative way because of what that person is wearing. I was telling one of y'all this the other day. I can't remember who, but I'm like, I've been hearing guys say a lot late lately that like, 
oh, you know, girls, like, they don't dress as womanly anymore. They don't act as womanly anymore and stuff like that. I'm like, what do y'all mean? (laughs) What are you talking about? Like, each era has, like, a different base. Like, for a long time, formal wear, that was everyday clothing. Now it's more streetwear than ever and stuff. So it's kind of like, I'm not understanding, like, what the problem is and stuff like that. It's a we're we're in a planet with like billions of people. Like you can't say that women aren't driven femininely or aren't driven womanly or whatever, because that's just where you're what you're looking at. Like there's gonna be a whole other subculture of women who are dressing a way you want them to dress or or like or, or like or something you're more attracted to. So you're just not looking because I feel like. I don't know. Like I see so many different styles right now. I see streetwear. I see people who dress classy, or I see. So it's very, it's very, it's a very weird statement to me when men say stuff like that. And men are just weird to me right now. Good men need to stay out of women business, man. You stay out, the better it is for you. Women want to do, and you just sit back and chill, brother. Right. Unless you pay for her fits, unless you pay her bills, like, shut up. Please. There was separation between what is female clothing was crossing. You were considered out of the ordinary. So because this generation is way more gender fluid, um is chastised now just because of the way that society is in expressing themselves through clothes and through fashion. But it was also female, female, and male, male, because even nowadays, nowadays, even something as um, colors, baby showers. Baby showers are now yellows, browns, creams. So and that was it. That was it. There was no all this in between. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's really just the era of now that makes it okay yeah. to be crossing with the fashion because we're more open. Hmm. I heard that. You ain't wrong, sis. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can end that one. <laughs> For each of us to just describe your fashion sense. Stylish but affordable. Yeah, my fashion sense is very stylish but affordable. Um, I'm like Mr. Krabs and um, Chris <laughs> Rock Dad from off of like Everybody Hates Chris. Like, on when it comes to like bargain shopping. So, <laughs> when it comes to like picking up like good pieces, like I'll, I'll wait, you know, until mm-hmm. something go on sale, you know, just to get it. Or like I'll keep it really stylish, but Let's keep it affordable. <laughs> you ain't trying to break my pockets. Ooh. Got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> um, for me, I would say comfort lately. It's just comfort. It's straight like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong with that at all. I would say mine's just a hundred percent, definitely comfort and stuff. But if you know me, you know I'm just a tomboy. I love streetwear. I collect <laughs> shoes. That's all there is really to it. But when <laughs> I do switch it up. I think my switch up game crazy. I'm just saying. I'm not going to pat myself on the back or anything. I can't be that. You know, but I like streetwear. I love my graphic tees. I love my ripped jeans. I love buying shoes. And I love being comfortable. You feel me? I think my style is just match with the vibe and the feelings of the the time. Because I can either be super comfortable 
streetwear, athleisure, really girly. My style is just definitely very versatile. All right. Well, this has been a very wonderful podcast episode. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to us. Follow us if you don't already at The Major Flavor on Instagram, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever. You know, stay tuned. And then, LeVar, if you want to give your handles. First and foremost for you guys inviting me on this podcast, man. want to thank you, Queens, for, you know, the great evening of, you know, just conversing about fashion, man. That was that was great. Um, my Instagram is uh, DeadstockL. Uh, the brand page is KMLRXX88. Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, KMLRXX88. You know, follow the brand. You know, stay updated on new brand, uh, uh brand trends, uh, KMLR artwork, and you know what we're gonna be doing in the future when it comes to like helping out with the community. So. No, thank you. Thank you. It was awesome having you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome to Major Flavor, the podcast with the hottest flavor. Myself, Jazzy Bang, and Callie are coming to you with new episodes every single Friday. Be sure to follow our Instagram at The Major Flavor. That's T H E Major Flavor. And be sure to follow our podcast on all streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. We're just three black girls with a podcast, and you don't want to miss this flavor. Thanks for listening.